Welcome to Own the Future, a podcast dialoguing with creatives and entrepreneurs to better understand who we are, the work that we do, and how we will shape and own our futures and thereby own the future. My name is Lucas Grobot, and I am coming to you from the Middle East. Welcome to the pilot episode of Own the Future, where I hype you up on all the great and wild things we will talk about in this show. Ah, Not going to do that today, but inshallah, we will accomplish two things on this episode. First, you will learn a little bit more about who I am, and second, you will learn why I am launching this podcast. I am a communication strategist, and I love the power of story. I am one half creative and one half entrepreneur. I was born in Chicago, and my dad was a pilot. So growing up, his work brought us all across the globe. Um, We moved about every 15 months. I spent time growing up in Haiti and a large chunk of time growing up in Papua New Guinea. By the time I was 18, I had moved nearly 20 times. Well, that trend of being a third-cultured global nomad has continued in my life, and now at the moment of this recording, I am 32, married with three boys, and living in the Middle East. The times living in Haiti and Papua New Guinea really shaped who I am, and from an early age, I, looking back, I can see that I had a lot of entrepreneurial tendencies. Uh, when I was five, we were living in Haiti, and I remember losing my first tooth And my parents shared with me that if I put my tooth underneath the pillow, the tooth fairy would come and give me five goods. And I understood that international exchange rates and that five goods was worth about 75 U.S. cents. When I asked them, well, when we go back to the States, if I put my tooth underneath the pillow there, how much will I get then? And they said, you'll get $1. And so I told them, okay, I'll wait till I get back to the States because I can put my tooth underneath the pillow there and I can get more for my tooth than here in Haiti. I was, you know, already understanding inefficiencies of markets at the age of five, not even realizing it. When we were living in Papua New Guinea, uh, there was not much room for a middle school or a high school student, you know, 14, 15 year old to get a job. And At that time, the internet was coming out. We had a little email intranet system with forums and you could post to buy and sell things. I realized that there was a white space in the market. No one was selling pita bread. So I launched my first pita bread company. I would post ads throughout the week. And on the weekend, I would wake up at 5 and I'd cook pita bread till 2 p.m. in the afternoon. And I had a successful little pita bread company at, at a young age. And soon this, this storyline of, of being an entrepreneur kind of melded with storytelling as when I went into university, I began to study English literature. It was at that time that I really fell in love with the power of story and I began to connect the dots and to understand that in order to sell effectively, you had to be able to tell a story effectively a story that connects with people emotionally. Because selling is not a mere exchange of dollars and product, 
but is an emotional connection and an emotional exchange of trust between human beings. And so out of university, I began to ride this this tension between my entrepreneurial side and my, my minor in mathematics and my analytical side and my creative side and my, my major in English literature and telling story, which has developed me into a communication strategist today who loves the power of story and connecting emotionally with audiences. But growing up overseas and moving as I did, uh, it, it made me not be able to stay in one place or in America very long. And so after my wife and I got married, we began to look at where we should move, where we wanted to live and, and raise our kids in the world. And we began at that time, I believe it was 2012, 2013, we began to develop some relationships, some key relationships with people here in the Middle East. And we saw a white space. We saw there was room for adventure, room to grow. And so my wife and I, we took the leap and we moved to Oman, not Amman, Jordan, but Oman, Oman, uh, Muscat. And uh, we jumped, we took the leap. And we, we said to each other, if we are going to move to land, we need to be able to speak the language of the land, just just as in, in any marketing campaign or, or art, you need to be able to speak the language of the people if you want to communicate and have a connection with that culture, with that people, with that land. And so we took the first two years and we studied Arabic. Our, our second two boys were born here in the Middle East, and now we call it home. And in many ways, we feel more at home in the Arabian Peninsula than we do back in America. But it wasn't always that way. The first couple years of living in the Middle East, we, we struggled. We struggled to find our footing and our place, so to speak. But I remember when it really started to click. We were living in Kuwait for about a year, and I had found some really awesome coffee shops. One of them was Bous Cafe in Shwech. I remember the first time walking in and meeting the owner, Khalid, him and I, we talked for maybe an hour or two, and he invited me at the end of our conversation to come and sit every day, and he would introduce me to his friends as they came in. And it was at that time, as I began to meet people and build relationships, that I realized that I had found my tribe, if you will, here in the Middle East, a, a group of creatives and entrepreneurs, artists, coffee lovers. They were They dressed more stylish than I did. They were they knew pop music and pop culture better than I did or do. And it was at the same time that I found the Neo community. The Neo community is a shared workspace in Kuwait. It's a vibrant community that functions much like a family of creatives and entrepreneurs all trying and all working to create their, their brands and their endeavors and their companies um, in this brave new world, but linking arms and working together championing one another as they do so. It was there at the new community that I met Mohammed, who Mohammed owns a Arab solo trekking travel magazine called 361. Him and I, we went to the same university in Colorado, and I was amazed to see, to see a, a group of Arabs who are exploring the world and not doing it at five-star hotels, but are, are trekking and traveling and going on solo treks 
into really amazing nations and exploring other cultures. And I began to feel connected at home as if I'd found a tribe, a group of creatives and entrepreneurs that didn't want the classic nine to five, but were striving to carve out their own futures in the sand. I think it's because of this community, the new community and guys like Muhammad and Khalid that I'm launching this podcast because I realize in many ways, us creatives and entrepreneurs are a little bit more attentive and in tune with ourselves. We're asking questions on on a daily basis of who am I? Who are we? What is the value of the work that we do? And are we going to make it? Are we going to be successful? And I believe as creatives and entrepreneurs, we have to be asking those questions. We have to be self-aware and understand who we are. We must understand the importance of the work that we do so that we can communicate to our, our customers and our clients why we do what we do and why what we do is important so that we can collectively make and shape and own the future. This podcast is meant to and designed to be a dialogue and a conversation between creatives and between entrepreneurs so that we can help one another, so that we can dig in and understand who we are, how we are created to be, the, so we can understand the value of the work that we do, the importance of our work, and we can gain better insights and strategies and, and plans of what we can do today to own our futures tomorrow. So I want to invite you, welcome, join into the conversation. If you know someone that should be on this podcast, hit me up. If you think you should be on this podcast, hit me up. And to end this pilot episode, I have one question. What is the value of your work and why is it important? Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, tell your friends, like, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Lucas, L-U-C-A-S, Scrobot, S-K-R-O-B-O-T. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Own the Future.